listeners, this is your host Mona and Julian. Today we're recording the 50th episode of the Confused Podcast. It's been a, a very amazing and difficult year at the same time for all of us. And what we're doing this year is as the 50th episode, we're concluding season one and then we'll come back um, bigger and better in terms of podcasts next year in 2021. So as the final, as the grand finale for this year, what uh, I wanted to talk about and discuss and get your views, Julian, as well as for our listeners is where do we go from here? It's been a very difficult year for all of us in terms of the world in terms of what has happened and not only just uh, personal uh, personal lives, but even where our businesses are heading, where, where's the workforce, how do we change the way we live and work and all of those things involved. So. Well, uh, first off, happy anniversary. Oh, <laughs> yes. Who knew? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the second, second most important thing to learn from 2020 is never, ever eat undercooked bat. Oh, yes, that's right. Oh, <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> so apart from that, yeah, it's probably I think... Probably a time to reflect on your eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Always make sure that whatever you're going to eat is cooked well. Um, <laughs> um Apart from that, my God, well, yes, what have we learned? Well, I think I think what has changed is is what has been remarkable is this has been probably one of those world-changing events that we'll look back on and say, well, that was before, this is after. Mm. Um, that now we are in the post, um, we're in the remote working economy. Mm. I don't, I'd be surprised, I, you know, some, some, businesses are still saying we'll go back the way it was. I'm not sure it will. Um, I, I think, you know, there are certain things uh, where you look at the structure, as we were talking about earlier, the structure of city centres, the way that people are working, the nature of work. Uh, finally, all the technologies are in place and we're actively using them that are encouraging us to work from home um approach management in a different way um look at how we actually interact with one another in a different way and i you know I, I, it's it's obviously as well going to lead into um 2021 because if i mean if you look at the history of past pandemics um it's going to take a while to immunize the entire population of australia let alone the planet and some of the immunization treatments require two injections to be effective. Who knows? Hmm. We're looking at March for it to start. Um, it would be interesting to see whether we have a 20, Christmas 2021 is going to be as, uh, you know, with people traveling and, and getting back together again, whether it will, will happen by then even. But normally these pandemics last two or three years. Um, and I think we will emerge far more, you know, now those people that didn't really are into um, having, you know, my my mum at 89 is doing her exercise classes online. You know, this is the way that the world has changed. And the way we've adapted. Yes, mm. yes. 
Yeah, and I think we've also reconnected with the good, like in the sense we've all had a, we've all kind of sat back and looked at it and said, really, things can change in a matter of moments. Like this was something that spread like a forest fire. And before we knew the entire world was was kind of figuring out countries shut down and people um, kind of quarantined or locked in their homes. And it just, if you followed the map, like it went from one country to another, to another and another. And by the time mid of the year, the entire world was thinking, don't know what to do, lockdown. But I think it has also kind of made us look at things that are important from a personal perspective, but even from a business perspective, businesses have started thinking, how can we make a bigger difference? And if they looked at missed opportunities, they've now, some businesses, I mean, most businesses have done their best that they could. Look, there are certain sectors that were really impacted, hospitality, travel. And it's, it, I mean, my heart goes out to every single person who who has been employed and working in those industries because it it, it is it was a tough time it is a tough time but at the same time there were others who had kind of looked at the opportunity and said look this is our time to do something good as a business as a as a human and to for the community for the society so in whatever little way brands and services and businesses were able to contribute they came forward and did that which is also worth celebrating because it it is those tough times when people's um, attitudes and their uh, resilience is kind of tested. So that really happened um, in in a, in a bigger way, which I don't think the world had seen it in such a positive. In the, mm-hmm. the world hadn't seen such a positive impact of that. So where what happens then now when we're looking at where do we go from here? Does that I mean, does it does it mean that these these businesses and these the way to work and look at the future is to think about should we should we adopt a what if attitude? Because up until now the world was and as you said, referring back to what you said, we go into a before COVID and after COVID world. Before COVID, yes, we knew we had to change, we had to have uh, we needed to be digital, we needed to have innovation and all those things happening, which was great. But I think. Um, the world after COVID has already, the rules have kind of been written and it's a matter of looking at how quickly businesses and services um, are changing gears and shifting gears to kind of say, okay, this is the new direction, but this is the way we want to move in. So maybe it it is kind of hinting these professional services industry as well, if we bring it really closer to our clients, is to adopt a more, um, what if attitude? What if we tried this? What happens if we do this? And I think the old, uh, once again, the old safeties of of the old boy network down the the pub after work has finished. And the way replaced by online. uh, Well, yes, but the way that you have to you have to reach your audience is again, whereas you could scattergun a business um, Mm. and hope to hit something or depend upon a personal contact. I Mm. think now. Um, you look at it and you can you can now say okay um, these businesses are now dispersed there is no one location because if you've got 500 employees for argument's sake or even let's say 50 employees those 50 employees are in all likelihood at the moment going to be located in 50 different locations Mm. 
So the way that you communicate to those employees, you're going to have to attract each and every one of them uh, and be aware of, of the people in the business that you actually want to attract. Mm. So you've, you've got to look at a business and say, well, who am I pitching my product at? Mm. Um, and how do I reach those people by giving them in, something engaging to look at? Mm. So, you know, some of the old approaches with advertising just chucking out stuff and there are still the bigger companies are still pouring out the old boring content that i really don't care if they've won a prize i really don't mm, mm. um i'm more interested in what are they doing how are they doing it to save their clients money what are they doing to improve their client service i, I you know putting out a press release that you know george is just um won such and such a prize I don't care mm, um, mm. it's it's irrelevant mm. and I think that's where the the really have to look at again communicating in a different way to their target audience because their target audience isn't sat where they used to be Mm. And I think it's also any of those traditional business models. I mean, it's not too late even now. I mean, it's a good time to start thinking if you're looking at any businesses or any business who's looking at thinking, okay, what do we do differently in 2021? This is a good time to kind of say, okay, we're going to move along and make small small changes and build those first um, like even if you don't have a website look at what does that involve what does it mean to have a website why should we have a website well i mean for for pity's sake what is your website actually like and what content have you got in it there yeah even if you have an existing website it doesn't it's no longer serving as a geographical location oh we're located here and about us and this is what we do but yeah how is that website extending further and sharing your purpose and your story so those that i mean even thinking in that direction is 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 a small step in the in in the right um uh, right direction and right track so that's where it's important for these professional services brands or or businesses who have still been used to that traditional model of business of doing work or communicating they now need to look at a different angle and say okay we will still continue to do what we do, but how do we reach our digital community? How do we reach, how do we employ that channel yeah. to make sure that we are sharing why we are doing what we do? Yeah, and how many of those those websites are basically straight off the uh, Wix pro forma and just say nothing? Because those websites was creating, uh, were created for 20 years ago like they were probably that was the mindset that was still being that is still being yep. used by some of the traditional business yep. models is yep. is is talking about those um, um 1999 or 2000 or when the crash happened the gfc <laughs> happened that's when oh we need a website Let's uh, have they, got, they, they cleverly got rid of the, the the person that used to keep it updated so the last yes. um press release dates from yes. 2016 yes. Yeah, so so that's a little step. That's a little hint for all our listeners. If you're trying, if you're scratching your head, thinking, "What could we change? What's in our control? What's in our circle of influence that we can change for next year to make our business work?" Well, start with your website. Look at your social media channels. Well, let's say step one: find your website and look at it <laughs> and determine whether, you know, actually look at it. Don't just look at the landing page, but look at the content. It's mm. a bit like, you know, it's your shop window. 
for God's sake. It's a bit like, you know, walking past it with some of the websites of some businesses. You walk past the website and they're still wearing flares with long hair mm-hmm. and smoking a pipe. <laughs> and again, it's this is why is because they put it there. Well, we've got to have a website and nobody in the business actually looks at it. People mm-hmm. external look at it. And mm-hmm. whatever you're doing as your shop window, if you're trying to attract staff, your website has to be good. If you're mm. trying to attract clients, your website has to be good. If you're trying to attract anybody in any capacity, your website has to look good. And it's part of, you know, the pride, I'd imagine, of a business is to actually look at its own website because that is now your foyer because mm. nobody mm. is walking into your glossy marble-clad foyer any longer. Sure. True. So on that note, um, <laughs> thank you listeners for an amazing year. Thank you for listening and uh, thank you for sharing our content and uh, giving us so much love. I'm uh, <laughs> hoping 2021 will be much, much, much better than 2020. And we wish you all a very happy new year and we'll come back bigger and better and, in and can 2021. I say, thank you, Mona. It's been wonderful. Same here, Julian. Thank you for being my partner in crime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get too emotional, time to go. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>